0: This is a combined podcast today, FaceTime with Ashley, and Open Mic with Kristen, Beaufort County Schools Community Outreach Initiative. So we're excited to have two guests today to discuss mental health support for students. And of course, one of our hosts, Ashley, is also going to join in because she also plays a really big role in the mental health um, support for Beaufort County Schools. Ladies, please introduce yourself and tell us your role with Beaufort County Schools. I'm Emily Bland, and
1: I work very closely with Ashley uh, with the Project Aware grant. Um, and my role is as data collector and evaluator. But you do so
2: much more than
3: that. <laughs>
1: that doesn't <laughs> yeah, sound do. like you a few other things. You do a lot. In
2: everything. She isn't a lot yeah. with our behavior support.
3: My name is Erin Onks, and I am the mental health liaison here at Beaufort County Schools, contracted through the Family Wellness Center, which is um, also through Project Aware. And then I also work with students therapy, school
2: based therapy. And again I'm gonna that's why I'm here too, because I like to brag on these ladies. But she not only works with therapy with students, she helps she helps some of the grown ups that work in our buildings too. And then if families need support, she helps make sure that they get that outside agency support and kind of that whole wrap around. Um, so and then ashley so what about your role i just work with these ladies so okay. <laughs> i work with them and we all just try to make sure that our kids are taken care of okay. she's our leader yeah. uh, just nice. our partner so ashley yeah.
0: does a little bit of everything uh, too. she's leader. not giving herself enough credit no. for sure you call her she comes running <laughs> so um okay so tell us um
2: and you guys can jump in at any time how do we support all students so we have a guidance curriculum, and a lot of people don't understand that we have that, and that's a K-12 curriculum. And actually, we have a, a health curriculum that is taught with our PE teachers and our regular ed teachers um, that teaches kids empathy. And I'm, I'm looking at Emily here. the teaches communication, teaches kids how to calm down, um, educates what is mental health. Do you want to say anything else about, like, that piece. Um, so I, I think you're talking about our core, um, our core
0: curriculum so,
1: curriculum that supports um, the social emotional uh, skills, and that's called Second Step, and that is in all of our K-8 classrooms. Um, and when we talk about core, that means all students get this. Okay. Right.
0: And you know, this is a really important topic right now, especially because it is Mental Health Awareness Month. And so we wanted to put this out to introduce all these ladies that, you know, help in our schools, with our kids, with our staff. So um, thank you for giving us some examples. Erin, is there anything you want to share on that piece?
2: And and I'm going to interrupt. I'm sorry, Erin. But it's just like when our children calm, they don't know. Sometimes even our babies, like they don't know what anger is or what that feels like or what that looks like. I mean, we as adults, we know, um, like I know when my two blood vessels come out on my forehead. Oh, I have
0: those. Yes.
2: <laughs> that's an anger thing. Like I yeah. know I'm getting angry or if right. I start sweating or my stomach kind of grumbles, I know I might be nervous or anxious. Mm-hmm. So we right. actually have to help teach our kids what the emotion is. What, what are, are those feelings? Yeah. yeah. And that's for everybody. Mm-hmm. And then... When you feel that, we have to teach them, just like we've learned as adults, now what? How can you pull yourself out of that anxious? How can you pull yourself out of that? So that's for everybody. We teach that. And that when we, so when we talk about social emotional learning, those are some of the things we we're teaching and how to recognize and the empathy. Mm-hmm.
3: And too, with that, also, what's leading up to feeling that feeling? So once you know that you have that feeling, okay, well, now what happened before that to cause you to feel angry or to cause you to feel sad? So then we can go back and work on that.
0: Now, is this things that you talk about with parents, too, or is it just the kids? I mean, you know, and speaking from experience, you know, I came to Ashley a few months ago. My child has a little bit of anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, she sent me an article. She told me some things to work through with her. I didn't know. But I also have anxiety. So, you know, I think as parents, we don't even realize that that's what is happening to our kids. Because you kind of think how can my seven-year-old or my six-year-old be anxious? But they are, you know, are. and I think especially after COVID, you know, mm-hmm. and all the things that kind of went on with that, I think it's to be expected with some. Absolutely. You know, So I, I think it's really important know,
1: for us to be supporting all of those right. needs, you know, opening our mind and understanding that, yes, seven-year-olds can have anxiety and Absolutely. we've got to address
2: it. Yeah, And I know, Erin, you talk to parents. You do? Okay, great.
3: And parents have to be involved. Like if I'm starting up therapy with a student, um, they've got to be involved in that first session. So the parents are going to be able to come in and say, you know, what they're seeing from their point of view on top of, you know, what the child's telling me.
0: Mm -hmm. Because I think parents see a lot of kids, you know, parents and you guys see them, Mm -hmm. I think they, it's not putting on a show, but I just think they act differently when they're at home or when they're Mm -hmm. at school. I know my daughter is amazing school.
2: But then she comes home because she you you know safe place. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So Uh (laughs) which I'm okay with that, you know. And even going I know we're gonna talk about this. So that's like all, but we we also do different some other tiers or levels. So let's say if a kid needs a little bit more support, like that teacher, they're they're helping them deal with those emotions, but they're having a little bit more anxiety, even before they go to an errand we we do small groups, um, with our counselors and our social workers. And to get into those groups Again, parents are informed. So there is a communication. And we do something with MATCH. I don't know if you want to talk about that a little bit because there's a parent piece there, too. Yes, there is. Um, so MATCH um,
1: is something that we kind of introduced this year with mm-hmm. our social workers and um, and counselors. Um, and it is, it, it's really intended to be um, more of an intensive type of an intervention, but we... Have found a way to use it as a supplemental so that we can use it with a group, um, but it it has just some really great um, uh, lessons and resources in it that helps the that really helps guide the counselor or the social worker with the group and what what to teach them what to you know what skills to teach and address. Um, Yes, uh-huh.
2: it, it's, it's a great resource, and we hope to really expand and that next um, year. Yes. And, and that was with a um, partnership we have with ECU. Okay. We have yes. uh, members of the doctoral department that came in. Um, Walcott's wife, and, and if you've listened to your other podcast, when yeah. you talk about Southside, um, his wife was part of that partnership, okay. and it's research based. People can yes. Google it. Um, and it's that we've seen a lot of really good resources with mm-hmm. that. And it, 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 we, we've seen good results and again that's like in a small group so we're talking like five kids four kids who what they were getting right. with the teacher wasn't quite enough
1: it covers several um
0: anxiety um depression
2: depression, depression. conduct conduct like
0: that. and again yeah. this is things that you're seeing in all ages correct so it's oh, not just like high school this is all mm-hmm. ages. kindergarten oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and and you said depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. just kind of all those things. So, if a student needs more support, what do you guys offer for those? I know you just mentioned small group. Mm-hmm. We we do something. There's a mentor program. Do you want to talk about
1: that? Mm-hmm. That's, so, um, Check and Connect is a is a mentor program, um, and it, it's it's geared towards um, getting students engaged, um, also. Uh, lowering dropout risk Mm -hmm. um and so it it pairs a mentor with a mentee um for two years which makes it a little bit different from from some Mm -hmm. other programs um but for two years and they meet with them weekly and they make goals with the mentee um they talk about uh, their academics their attendance. Um, there any you know if there are any behavior concerns, so that it's kind of a it's it's definitely a whole child approach. Mm-hmm. Again, th- it is you know there's a lot of communication with with the parent and home. Uh-huh. It involves a that uh, one. Um, You have to connect with the, the is that a family. same age that you do yeah, the check connect? We're we're doing it at all ages. K okay. twelve. Yes, K okay. twelve. We are, and currently we have around fifty mentors trained, wow. um, and we encouraged them to start small and just choose one mentee at first but next year we hope to hopefully um maybe we can you know they can take on another one mm-hmm. another mentee next year so and and again hoping to expand, expand that and bring in some community um members oh, that, that would be may great. be interested yeah. in yeah. in coming in and, and doing those um you know that mentor and mentee. it's a
2: really research-based yes. piece um that we're using and um I know at the last, um, Emily does a great job. She checks in with all the, the mentors monthly. So it's not just they're checking in with kids. Emily's supporting the mentors. And I know at the last meeting, at some of the stories of just yeah, so how kids' lives have changed. I mean, we're, we obviously haven't done it for two years. Yet, we're just having two great, great
1: response from it. Um, we've got some... Some excellent mentors, and um, they're they're telling us about kids that are definitely increasing their attendance, and their grades are coming up, and they're feeling better about coming to school. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's we've had a very positive return. Um, so we are definitely going to be continuing and expanding on that next so year.
0: So if you expand, is there a plan? To, you know, how if you meet with them individually monthly, mm-hmm. how and does that look? Well, and we. We, you know, we focused in on again
1: um, staff members that maybe don't lead a classroom okay. because that, you know, that it can, that can be a lot on on a classroom teacher. Mm-hmm. Now we're not, you know, keeping them out if they really, really have it in their heart and they want to do it. That would be great. But we've really focused on um, even office staff, mm-hmm. um, custodians, guidance counselors, any mm-hmm. any of those, you know, support staff members. Um, that do may be able to kind of work that into their schedule. Okay. Um, so, yes, we're hoping you know if if they've got one mentee this year, we're hoping maybe they can add an extra next year. Um, you know, it, it's it's about a maybe an hour commitment per week. How do you find them or seek them out? We use our data to determine the students that are in need. Um, yeah. We look at attendance data and. Um, Behavior, educators' right. handbook behavior data mm-hmm. to kind of determine, you know, if this is a student that, you know, meets that threshold of, of needing that extra support.
0: And the mentors, how do you, mm. how do you seek them out? Well, we have,
1: um, a, we kind of just kind of open it up to Advertised certain groups, okay. uh-huh, in in the email, um, certain groups, um, and we, you know, they they really they we've had a couple, we've had two trainings this year. Uh, with at least uh,
2: mm-hmm, like 40
1: 50, uh, 15 in each sure. one I believe because uh, we did one training last year um, with about 15 or 20 so great, um, yeah we've had had some really um, interested people and I, I continue to get emails about hey I want to be a mentor so oh, you know, that's and so we're nice. planning and we're coming training. up. we're going to be
2: talking to our school board about it yes. shortly just to kind of get let them know how it's gone and yes. what you're doing and what we're yeah, doing so and, and and see even if they and helps get community members in we didn't right. want to use community members last year because we weren't as open at the beginning of the year right after the training right. but now we're ready to kind of do I that. think yeah.
0: they want to help too I do too you know if you listen to mm-hmm. our community members at any of the meetings they really want to so Aaron, um even more support that's that's your field that's mm-hmm. what you really provide right yeah so Going beyond
3: the big group, you know, groups that the counselors and the social workers do, um, students might still need a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, they might be going through something harder or more difficult that they can't they can't manage on their own or even in that group setting. So at that point, you know, we can go to individual counseling. We've been working with the Family Wellness Center for over what ten, over ten, ten years, years now. Amazing. Um, or who we partner with for the school based therapy. So they actually come into the school setting. Um. Kid never has to leave school. They meet with them um, day a week, every other week, you know, kind of whatever their need is. Um, I can also work with students same way they do. Um, I see, like, a different population of students based on insurance and just different things like that. Um, and then also, too, you know, if they're needing medicine maybe or just further evaluation – can connect them to that um, telemed referral or, you know, just a, another outside partner referral as well.
2: Great. And, again, the family is part of that, which, you know, of Absolutely. course. Um, and what's great about it, the fact that we've had these 10-year relationships, I mean, there are so many other districts um, close to us that can't get one person to come help their kids. Mm-hmm. And we have a group, um, and it is saving Changing lives daily, and when they go to Erin or they go to Family Wellness, they're still getting all that other support. Right. So they're still getting that classroom-based support. They're still getting that small group support. They might still have a mentor. They might still be doing something like check in and check out. There's so they're getting layers. We don't drop. We're doing it all for these kids, right? And
0: and convenience.
2: That's oh, really great yeah. for
0: families too because it's right there at the school. Yeah. You know, right. they don't need to get off work to take them or. Right. And they're, they're missing
3: less school, too, you know, right. being able to be pulled out right there. And then right. as soon as they're done, you know, go back to class. Be right back to class. That's and right. it's
2: private because the, the kids don't know because there's different pullouts during the school day. So, right. so it doesn't look any different to teachers. Right. There's still that lower, layer of privacy yeah. um, during that time, which is nice. Yeah. right? Because I think kids get
0: pulled out for different stuff anyway. Oh, they do. Yeah. You know, it's so just it's another- just, oh, they're yeah. gone. It might be going to the office to, to grab right. do an errand or something. Exactly. That's right. So what
2: other outside agencies do y'all work with? So we mentioned family wellness, but we also really lucky we have an amazing Beverly County collaborative and we meet bi monthly. Um, and that's what juvenile justice because they're seeing a different level of mental health support. So we work with them, Trillium and any other mental health providers. Um, and we plan and share community resources. We have different outside speakers. And then we share that out with counselors, social workers, admin, teachers, whoever. Um, of course, we said family wellness. And I think they served, when we looked at our data, over 106 students between January and March. Wow. So we're talking a large number of groups. Um, telemed um, and ECU, which we mentioned earlier. You did, yeah.
0: Um, how do we educate students about mental health well, this
1: is Mental Health Awareness Month, right. um, the month of May, and we were able to get out to um, some of our schools this month. Um, we, we went out to the high schools, actually, the three fun. of us, and that was so much fun. Um, we were given lots of goodies and swag from companies like um, Trillium and uh, Family Wellness and... I uh,
2: all all, all, all of the mm-hmm. all of the partners right. we had
1: um, we had stress balls pencils pens uh, little footballs cups and the kids just went crazy over yeah. all of the stuff and right. um this, I know I I went out I got to go out to Southside and the students out there were were really were just very um, interactive and engaged wanted to know what it was about um, you know so I had some conversations with some of those kids and and and. They were, they were so insightful about the need for mental health resources. Maybe yeah, got them thinking a little bit absolutely. too. Oh, definitely. Because yeah. that's yeah. part of it. So nice. Um, and so I think all of, we had that experience with all of the mm-hmm. high schools. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the lower grades, we were able to provide them with some books um, that, you know, that touches on mental health and, and um, you know, anxiety and stress. And um, so we provided the, the counselors with some books that they could share with, their students um but yeah, we just we try to try to get the word out uh as much as possible i know it, it's october i believe we we talk about
2: um is, is that bullying yeah, we talk uh, about bullying mm-hmm. we also do with, uh, suicide, the day prevention. Or suicide prevention drug use alcohol right. use so we, we do different try to hit educational months so right. that's kind mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so, so right that's here. in october we do it, yeah. You do it all like the time. There's like multiple uh, they're, they're months that oh, we are. There are, there are, there
0: Good, yeah. We I have brought our list. list. Uh, no, I <laughs> know that. I can. So talk about the crisis team. Um, you know, we know that when there's things that go on, they talk about this crisis team coming in. So, one of you ladies, tell me what what does that mean?
2: I'm talk about because you're a huge part of the crisis. Like team. who I'm comes in? Know. When they yeah. come in? Sure. Who is it? You so know.
3: crisis team can be built up of um. The guidance counselors, the school counselors from each of the schools, um, social workers, any other mental health staff, and so they get called in whenever there's a crisis. Break, um, you know, something bad happens to some children. Um, suicide, unfortunately, we've had to deal with some this the school year. We have, like death some of a teacher, death. You know, oh. just something that you know, the children, the the community members, the staff at the school just might need a little bit of support throughout the day or the week or however long really it's needed. Um, and so they'll just come out to the school and we'll, we'll set up usually in the media center, library, something like that, and we're just there throughout the day in case somebody needs to come up and just, just talk. or Going to them again. Yeah. Oh, that's
2: so nice. Yeah. yeah. And some schools will do like a few hours. That's maybe all they need. And then there have been schools where we've been a week. We've mm-hmm. stayed right. a week. Yeah. Call in the number we think, and then we get more when we need it. That's fantastic. Um, so if someone wants
0: to know more, where 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 do they find that information about what we're doing? Any of the topics. Yeah. Any of the topics so you guys are doing.
2: They can call any of us. We are twelve month employees because we know that um student and staff mental health is not just during the school year. If they call the front desk of but for county schools, they can ask to speak to Erin, Emily, or I. Uh, and we'll have a link after this podcast, Great. and then we can make sure any of the three of us—one of us will always be in the office. Typically, yes. we can get back to them about what their needs are and what they want, how we can support them.
0: Okay. And last thing, how are you guys supporting adults in our schools? Because you know, this isn't just mental health. Is not just about our students. It's we like to take care of our entire. BCS family, Mm -hmm. Um, so how are you guys supporting the adults as well?
3: Pretty much, I mean, in the same way I'd say we're supporting the students. You know, offering them um, resources, you know, referrals to outside agencies. I've even gone in and just you know talked to a few of the teachers, students, different staff members. If they need, you know, just some short term counseling, you know, something very brief, I can provide that to them. If not, if I think it's something, you know, they might need more long term. I can. Set them up with the EAP through the um school or just you know another outside agency.
0: Yeah, and even the crisis team. If, if oh that's yeah, it was just not Definitely. for students. That's right.
2: We we, we help mm-hmm. custodians, teachers, this week cafeteria staff, workers, cafeteria workers, cafeteria yeah. workers yeah. Yeah. Any, anybody. Yeah, anybody. So we we try to want to support everybody.
0: Right. When we say staff and students, that means everyone. Staff yeah, means everybody. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Any of y'all want to add? This has been such a great. We're a just conversation and
2: topic. We're just blessed when we talk to other people, I don't know how like in other communities and other school systems to have the level of support from our providers in district and our providers out of district. It is a level that I have not seen or don't really know of mm-hmm. in other counties.
1: And and I think you know, the Project Aware Grant has helped us mm-hmm. bring in many of these resources. I'm glad you mentioned that. And at yeah. the at the perfect
2: time. Yeah. Right. You know, the it's timing was perfect so well. on that. And some ESSER money has yes. provided some different, more counselors and more social workers. Yes, that's been a big, so, a big help. Yes,
1: but yeah, so we're we're hoping to be able to move to the end of our grant. We're hoping to be able to sustain these these resources and supports that we because you do see the
0: importance. In. I know y'all Absolutely. do. Yeah, in
2: our grants over next next summer.
0: Well, thank you, ladies, so much. I'm going to let Ashley close us out today because she was also a host and a guest and
2: everything else. It's kind of fun to sit on this side, which you'll see in the picture if you see Paul's (laughs) pictures. Um, But um, I just want to thank my friends that we all work with and and everybody in here. But thank you all for being here um, and listening and let us know if you need any other information. With all good wishes, think different, think BCS.